I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, November 3rd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Brother, I have a personal question for you. What's the question, Jay? I, I want to see where this goes. <laughs> sure. Who is your cell phone provider? Well, Jay, I'm actually with the only one that hasn't been in the news this week. Tell us. Well, just wait. We'll get there. Uh, mine is Bell, and I don't know if you've heard this, but many Bell customers woke up yesterday and the clocks and everything on their phone was an hour off. Some customers at Bell were uh, ended daylight savings time one week early, throwing my life into full chaos. Well, did you get an extra hour to sleep in then? No. And actually, I think I was up an hour earlier than I normally was, but my calendar's been off since then. So it's really quite chaotic. I don't know, Jay. This sounds like more of a you problem than a bell problem. I think you're projecting. Well, I wasn't the one that changed my clock the wrong week. They <laughs> were, so I think it's their problem. Brett, aside from my clock being off, what do we have for Peak Festival? For our first story, it's the end of Ecobee. For our second story, Lightning Lithium. And for our last story, we've got more Rogers for you. Even more Rogers. Wow. For our first story, manufacturing giant Generac bought Toronto-based Ecobee for $770 million U.S. dollars. Brett, what is an Ecobee for those that do not know? And I bet you a lot of people listening to this podcast probably don't know what an Ecobee is. Ecobee was founded in Toronto in 2007, and they make smart home devices like thermostats, light switches, and cameras. But the space quickly became crowded when Google bought their main competitor, Nest, and when Amazon started to make their own devices like the Ring doorbell. Well, I know Ecobee, my dear friend used to work there, but this is why Ecobee ended up selling, not because my friend worked there, but because there's lots of competition and both Google and Amazon started to get aggressive in their competition with Ecobee to the point where Amazon demanded that Ecobee give the company access to its customers' data in return for selling the devices on the Amazon marketplace. Essentially, Brett, they got bezos I just made up a word. So Brett, why should PayPal's care about the Ecobee sale? Getting Bezos is a nightmare of mine, and uh, it's been going on for the past few weeks, Jay. So I got a little bit of PTSD from that comment. Ecobee was a really promising Canadian tech company that basically had their wings cut by Amazon and Google. So the real takeaway is how dominant the big tech giants actually are and how easily their anti-competitive practices can impact our local tech industry. Jay, I'm also wondering, what did Amazon plan to use my light switch data for? I don't know. If only you knew. Yeah. For our second story, two companies are vying for the potential acquisition of Vancouver-based Millennial Lithium Corp. Jay, what's up with lithium? Well, if you don't want to think about lithium, it's probably that lithium ion is what makes batteries tick. And lithium is in high demand right now because it's one of the key ingredients in electric vehicle batteries. Canada is lucky enough to have access to many of these precious metals. There are two competing bits between Vancouver-based Lithium Americas Corp, which said it would pay $400 million US dollars for Millennial Lithium Corp, and China-based contemporary Amperex technology known as Cattle, who made a higher bid in September. By the way, that's the peak tongue twister of the day, contemporary Amperex technology. CATL supplies batteries to Tesla and Volkswagen, so this would be a pretty natural acquisition for them. But Jay, taking a step back, why should Peak Pals care about Millennial Lithium Corp. Say that one also five times fast. This is a tough, these are tough names. I'm going to try not to say it again at all. While the bidding war for Millennial Lithium Corp is a sign of how hot the global market is for lithium, it's important to acknowledge that any foreign bidder for such an important asset in Canada will go through a significant national security review before it gets approval. And Brett, you might remember from previous shows, there's been some recent um, <clears throat> Canada-China challenges of late, think Huawei, the Michaels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. 
for our last story. Consumer groups and Bell are urging Canada's telecom regulator to hold off on upcoming hearings of the Shaw-Rogers merger. Brett, what now with Rogers? It seems like every day something. Well, our loyal peak pals will be very up to date on this story. But here's the context for those who are just joining us. So the Canadian Radio, Television and Telecommunications Commission, the CRTC, is still reviewing Rogers' proposed $26 billion of their smaller Western rival, Shaw. Now, to move forward, this merger requires the approval from the CRTC, the Competition Bureau, and the Ministry of Innovation, Science, and Economic Development. So there's lots of points where this could all fall apart. And as Pig Pals know, now is not the best time for Rogers. Bell and the other groups are asking for public hearings on the merger to be suspended until it's clear which board or which family member has control over Rogers. Both Bell and Telus have expressed concerns that the merger would hurt competition in the broadcasting market, so they're using this Rogers drama to try and stop the deal from happening at all. So, Brett, why should Peekfiles care about the latest in the Rogers-Shaw saga? Other than some fluctuation in the Rogers stock price, it's the first time that we've seen the internal drama at Rogers have a potential material effect on the company. The Rogers-Shaw merger was set to be one of the biggest deals next year. It was also set to make Rogers a way bigger and more powerful company. So if it doesn't go through, this would be a huge loss for the Toronto-based telecommunications giant. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice, leave us a review and share with friends. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Brett. And Brett, I am apologetic for being a full hour late. I am blaming Bell. You're fired, Jay. You're done. (laughs) Have a good day.